I'm Paul Levinson, and welcome to Light On, Light Through, episode 170, my review of Q, Into the Storm, which I consider riveting, breathtaking, but not completely persuasive. Well, I just binge-watched Q, Into the Storm, a six-part documentary on HBO Max. It's about as breathtaking, daring, and informative a documentary, episode for episode, as ever I've seen. Now, that's in large part because it's extraordinarily current. It ends a day or two after the insurrection at the Capitol in Washington, D.C. on January 6, 2021. But it's also because Colin Hoback, who made the series as well as stars in it as its investigator, managed to present a life-and-death true story with real people you gradually come to know surprisingly well, all wrapped around a grade-A real mystery. All of that in one series. The mystery, in fact, is at the heart and soul of this documentary. And it is, who is the Q in QAnon? We think that Q's a he. We know that Donald Trump was, and maybe today still is, the mythical arch-hero in Q's and QAnon's mythology, and that the real Trump began to retweet and maybe truly believe some of their ideas. We know that the January 6, 2021 attack on the Capitol was at least in part inspired by their beliefs. We know that, although conspiracy theories have likely been with humanity since Neanderthals were the most prevalent form of our species, that QAnon is to date the quintessential creation of social media. But what we don't know is who was or who is Q. So Into the Storm is the story of how Hoback struggled to answer that question. And indeed, he thinks he answered it. Now, the reason why I'm putting the resolution of this documentary in those terms, he thinks he answered it, is I'm not completely convinced about Hoback's answer. The two best choices that Hoback presents for being Q are Steve Bannon and Ron Watkins one-time 8chan administrator, and who knows, administrator of what else. I assume you know who Steve Bannon is. In a decisive turning point in the documentary, Watkins tries to convince Hoback that Bannon is Q via IP address locators and the fact that Q seemed to have access to information that only a Trump insider would have. But Hoback doesn't think Q would be so stupid as to make his IP address available even to as savvy an Internet player as Ron Watkins. 
And Hoback finds that Bannon said Michael Flynn, you may find his name familiar, another QAnon hero and supporter of Trump and member of the Trump administration for a brief time, who was charged and brought to trial and found guilty and then Trump pardoned him, all of that. But Hoback finds that Bannon said Michael Flynn, the QAnon hero, was a disaster. And so Hoback concludes instead that it's not Steve Bannon who is Q, but Ron Watkins. And Ron Watkins was trying to throw Hoback off track by offering up Bannon as Q. Well, I'm willing to say on the basis of the documentary that I think Ron Watkins is likely Q. But as I've said before, I'm not totally convinced. One of Hoback's main reasons for thinking Watkins is Q is Watkins' inconsistent statements about what he, Watkins, knew and didn't know about what Q was posting. But people make inconsistent statements all the time. And also, unless I missed it, I don't think Hoback ever provides a clear explanation of how Watkins, who wasn't a Trump insider as far as we know, obtained the Trump insider info that Q displayed. And... Just as Hoback thinks Ron Watkins deliberately said things to disguise his true identity, surely Steve Bannon would have done the same, like trashing Michael Flynn to get people to look elsewhere for Q. So I think Bannon is still in the running as Q as at least an outside shot. Or Q could be someone else entirely neither Bannon nor Ron Watkins, or maybe a team of people, another hypothesis considered and then discarded in this thrilling documentary. It is thrilling. And the ambiguity of Q, and the fact that I don't think the documentary completely resolved that bizarre, cloudy situation. That does not make you into the storm one bit less worthy of viewing. It's an all-too-frightening, all-too-human, astute description of what happened and what almost happened in America, and therefore the world. The Light on Light Through podcast Well, I hope you enjoy that brief review of Q Into the Storm. I'll be back here soon with another review, another episode of Light on Light Through. Hey, maybe it won't be a review. Maybe it'll just be some political commentary. Who knows? In the meantime, stay safe, stay well, and enjoy. Athens, 
2042 AD. She ripped the paper in half, then ripped the halves, then ripped what was left again into bits and pieces of history that could have been. Sierra Waters had read once that, years ago, it was thought that men made love for the thrill, while women made love for the sense of connection it gave them. Curled up with a good book says, Sierra Waters is sexy as hell. You can find out more about The Plot to Save Socrates by Paul Levinson at theplottosavesocrates.com. about an ancient biotech war raging on in secret for centuries.